0: Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another seven-day fat burning coaching call, and this one is going to get us right up until Christmas and past. So uh, very exciting stuff, and I really want to thank you everyone for being around all of 2009. It was a great year. So many people made such great improvements and transformations, and you know that brings us to the fact that we now have the contest winners of the sixth. Turbulence Training Transformation Contest. It's up on transformationcontest.com. We had three exciting categories. We had an advanced category. We had our men and our women. And very proud of everyone. I really, really love it when people transform and they get active again and they boost their energy, they boost their confidence. You know, they find out that workouts don't have to be those long, slow cardio workouts. And I really, really appreciate everybody that recommends Turbulence Training to other people. They're even just, you know, shows them that there's other ways of, of getting fit, and certainly there's a lot of great programs out there, and, and a lot of better things to do than, than waste your time and life on the cardio machines that you don't like doing. So, everyone, thank you again, and, uh, you know, on the 7th, 27th of December, we're going to fire up the 7th Turbulence Training Transformation Contest, so I really, really look forward to uh, you getting involved in that, and I really hope that you do, and and... You know, we're going to have a great year. 2010, we're going to get two workouts every month in the Turbulence Training Members area. We have lots of new blog posts. I just put a couple of great ones up this week on ab training and interval training. So check those out. Do a lot more video this year. You're going to get follow-along DVDs. We're just going to have so much stuff coming to you this year. So I look forward to helping you with that. So let's move on into this. And, of course, we're also going to be talking about Christmas this week. And because it is December 25th is our Friday of this week and this week's call. So I'd love to hear what you're doing for Christmas. You know, for me, I'll actually be having my big family Christmas on Sunday, December 20th, if you're listening to it today. And every year we alternate actually between the Sunday before Christmas and Christmas with my mom's uh, family because she has such a big family and people have so many commitments. So she has her and then her four brothers and then it's going to be all their children and the grandchildren. And it can be up to, like, 50 people at this thing. So it's going to be quite quite exciting. Um, then on Christmas Day, it's actually going to be pretty low-key because uh, there's really no other family to go to. And so, you know, me and the dog will probably be spoiled with gifts and, and dog hikes out on the farm there. We'll probably just, you know, go to the dog park and then we'll wander back to the bush on my parents' farm behind the barn and, and walk around. And hopefully there will be some snow and, and he'll jump in the water that's there, too, I'm sure. And then we'll come back inside and get warmed up, and we'll probably watch some movies, or maybe uh if I'm lucky, and I get the thirty rock d v d set then uh for Christmas, then I'll probably watch all of those, and that's the one thing that I want for Christmas this year, and that should keep me busy so so uh just you know what about you? you know I'd love to hear what you're up to, what you have planned, and what you hope to get for christmas you know don't uh don't be shy telling us what you want to get for Christmas. There's nothing wrong with still wanting to get a good gift in my opinion. I know you've probably all given out ten times as many as you get. So, you know, why don't you write your little letter to to Turbulence Training Santa in the, on the blog and just let us know what you hope to get in, uh, for Christmas or even just what you hope to accomplish and get in 2010. And, and I really look forward to helping you reach your fitness goals as much as I can. So let's move on into our call here, our transformation tip of the week for December 21st, which I guess would be the first day of winter although it's been quite cold up here in Toronto so far in December. We've actually got some snow coming down right now. So we are already in winter, in my opinion. Now, the transformation tip of the week is no dream is too big. And that's from Kekich Credo number 40, which, uh, you know, to state that one, it says, no dream is too big. It takes almost the same amount of time and energy to manage tiny projects or businesses as it does to manage massive ones. And the massive ones, those massive dreams, they carry with them proportionally larger rewards. So, you know, if you're thinking thinking small, i would love for you to think big in 2010 and, and achieve great goals. You know, one of the greatest success stories that so we've had in turbulence training, well, the two greatest success stories, one of them is Juan Ruiz, who lost over 100 pounds. He was our first triple-digit fat loss person. And now our, our friend from Norway, Gutorm, uh, he's, he won our fifth transfer, transformation contest for men He's made amazing changes. He's he's gone from being very overweight to being, you know, getting close to being super fit now. And he's decreasing the amount of medications he's taking with his doctor's approval, of course. He's really improving his life and his health. And he can actually thank his his daughter Eva for that. She was in some of the other contests, and she gave him turbulence training as a as a birthday gift. And he's really gotten into the spirit now. He's doing kettlebell workouts and all these you know nutrition. Programs and he's really changing his health and it's never too late. You know, he was, uh, you know, certainly not a spring chicken. He was, you know, 50 plus years old, but he made these changes just because he dreamed big. And you know, I really applaud him and I really love hearing from him and seeing his latest reports and and so you know, congratulations to you, Guitor, if you're listening and everyone. I hope that you can also dream big and, and get results this year. Now, my comment, other comments on that credo are that, you know, you shouldn't be satisfied with the norm if you want more. It's okay to want to achieve special results and really think and dream big and live large, and it's really okay. You know, even in this day and age when people are are really trying to claw other people back down to mediocrity, I mean, the world needs folks who dream big and achieve big things, and I hope that you are one of those people in 2010. So one of the workouts that can get you there is the classic Fusion 2K6. And this is the advanced workout that we're going to go over this week. Last week was intermediate. And I modified the workout a little bit, changed a few of the exercises. So, um, you know, if you've got turbulence training rest here, you go in the members section and re-download the updated version. Uh, Just some slight changes in exercises. So the first exercise in Fusion 2K6 is clean and press for three sets of five reps. Now, if you can't do a clean and press, you can either skip that and finish the rest of the workout, or you can do a dumbbell shrug and a dumbbell chest press in place of the clean and press. After that, you're going to do a superset of dumbbell rows and Bulgarian split squats. Now, with the Bulgarian split squat, we don't want to have you holding heavy weights because you just did dumbbell row. So we can use that one-and-a-half repetition method where you go down, halfway up, all the way back down, and all the way up and that will fatigue your legs without adding extra weight. After that, you're going to do dumbbell step-ups paired with elevated push-ups, and then finish with interval workout A. All right, so that's uh, the first round of Fusion 2K6. Now on Tuesday, we want to talk about doing some fun activity, you know, just for 30 minutes, nothing that's going to cause you soreness, maybe do a little bit of extra stretching. And I also want you to watch your mindless eating. And that simply means that, you know, you don't want to come home from work and stick your hand in the cookie jar and not count those calories, you know, just, you know, overlook those and worry about your meals, but then it's those in-between snacks that can really get you. So, you know, a handful of chips and a snack of candy here and there, that those can all add up to stop your fat loss in their tracks. And so you must be accountable and you must keep track of the food that you eat, you know, especially when you're getting started, so that you know when you're making these mistakes or you know how many calories that you're consuming. So that's why i like you to use Fit Day at the start. And then I also want you to create food rituals and remove the offending temptations and understand the consequences of every action that you take. So can you eat pizza on a fat loss program? Yes, you can, but it's not going to help your fat loss program in most cases if you're eating it on a regular basis. Once a week as your reward meal, that's cool, but not, you know, three or four times per week that's, you know, and eating a lot of it, that's really going to put a stop to your fat loss program. So write things down, identify problems. And every time you find a problem, come up with a solution and implement that. All right, into Wednesday, I want to talk about some abdominal exercises. And I actually posted five unique ab exercises on the blog. One was a modified stability ball rollout. One was a modified renegade row, kneeling ball plank, a chin-up with knee-up, and barbell rollout. And so I went over all those on the blog at ttfatloss.com and just look in the abdominal exercises section, and you'll find pictures and descriptions of each of those. All right, in the workout B, we're going to talk about Fusion 2K6 workout B the advanced one. We're going to start with a push press, dumbbell push press. It's like a standing shoulder press, but you have a little dip in your hips, and then you drive up, and pair that with a dumbbell Romanian deadlift to start. Now, if you can't do the deadlift, you can do a stability ball leg curl in place. The second superset is going to be inverted row, lying under the bar, rolling your chest up, and one leg squat. And then our third superset is glute ham raise on the ball and stability ball rollout. Now, glute ham raise on the ball is an awkward little exercise, but it's a really, really powerful contraction for your hamstring. If you can't do it, you can do a stability ball hip extension lying on the ground and with your feet up on the ball. But the glute ham raise, we'll we'll get a picture on the blog of that. It's a really powerful exercise for your hamstrings. a little awkward. You know, you're supporting yourself over the ball, but if you can do it safely, making sure that the ball is not going to slip away from you, then it's really gonna work your hamstrings unlike any other exercise. Um, You know, if you train at a gym where there's a back extension chair, that's another replacement. Or if you're lucky to train at a gym where there's actually a glute ham chair, there's not too many of those around. But again, it's even more effective than the stability ball version. So train safe, of course, but if you can get those exercises in, do that. And then finish off with interval workout B and stretch any tight muscles at the end if you need to. Into Thursday, 30 minutes of fun activity, Stretching is always very helpful to get in some extra stretching on this day. I've been doing a lot to overcome a little bit of a problem I've had in my hip joint, my back, and just doing stretching. I do a couple of stretches three times per day and really, really helped and made some progress there. Uh, so the extra, sorry, the workout information I want to give you for Thursday is I I just put up a new article on the future of interval training and shows you five or six different ways to modify your interval training to make it even more exciting and more effective. And you can find that on the ttfatloss.com and look in the interval training section. And you'll find out about shuttle running and kettlebell bodyweight supersets and bodyweight challenges and a few other things. Some things you may have seen around, uh, but some of the stuff presented in a new light. So check that stuff out. All right, into Friday. And before we talk about Workout C, I want you to check out kettlebellworkouts.com. And you'll find a video from Chris Lopez, the trainer there a video called the push-up, burpee, pull-up combo. So you do push-up, you do a burpee, and then you do a pull-up, and then you repeat that circuit again. You do that as many times as you can, or you do that for sets of eight or whatever. But essentially what you're going to need to do is do the push-up, then do the burpee, and then jump up to the pull-up bar, do your pull-up. And he has a video on the blog there at kettlebellworkouts.com. Then into workout C from Fusion 2K6, the advanced one. We're going to start with a hang clean And superset that with dumbbell incline press. Now, if you can't do a hang clean, you're just going to do a barbell shrug. So the hang clean and the hang clean and press, only do those exercises if you've been taught good form by a personal trainer in person. You really can't learn those through an article or through pictures or through video. You really need to have that taught in person. Now, next you're going to do a dumbbell split squat and then a Spider-Man lunge. And uh, the Spider-Man lunge is also called the Spider-Man climb, so I really... I'll change that in the manual, make sure it says Spider-Man climb. It's that exercise where you're in that mountain climber position, you bring your foot up to the side of your hand, it's really working your abs, stretching through the groin. And then you're gonna do a superset of pull-ups and Spider-Man push-ups, and you can actually see the Spider-Man climb and Spider-Man push-up on a YouTube video, and we'll put those on the blog. And so, uh, the pull-up and the push-up are your next superset and then you're going to finish off not with interval training but with a superset of jumping jacks and mountain climbers and you're going to do that instead of interval training for three rounds. So a little bit more resistance training and obviously less interval training on this day. Alright, into social support Saturday. Uh, 30 minutes of fun activity and I've actually got some interesting information on a whole bunch of different fun activities. Now first of all I just want to say I kind of find it silly when people turn everything into cardio you know they talk about you're walking your dog or that's cardio you know you're doing this and that's cardio but i mean cardio is when you go to a gym and you step on a machine you read a magazine that in my world is cardio
1: walking my dog
0: does not count as cardio called walking my dog
1: but i did
0: come across some interesting numbers about activities people always like to know how many calories are burned by certain activities and we're actually going to talk about the Wii Fit, the video game machine console, in a second. I did a lot of research on this, actually, so got some good info here. So, uh, people, or sorry, I was reading an article and it said that when you bowl, you burn 250 calories per hour when you go bowling. So, 250 calories. Think about that for a second. If you didn't went jogging at five miles per hour, you would burn 10 to 12 calories per minute. So, in an hour about 600 to 700 calories in an hour, jogging at five miles per hour, versus bowling gives you 252 calories per hour. And hiking gives you eight calories per minute, so that takes you to about 500 calories per hour. So hiking is about twice as good as bowling, and jogging is about two and a half times as good as bowling. But then here's something interesting. If you're just sitting around and watching TV, you actually burn 145 calories per hour. Now, it's really important to understand because most people think, you know, when they go and do 300 calories of cardio at the gym, and it might take them, you know, 30 or 40 minutes, and then they take 10 or 15 minutes to drive to the gym and drive home. So in an hour, they burn 300 calories. But if they would have stayed home and watched TV, they would have burned 145 calories. And when I say, you know, they burn 300 calories in an hour, that's 300 calories of thirty minutes of exercise and fifteen minutes driving there and driving back, okay, so they're probably burning about three hundred and fifty or three hundred sixty calories, including the drive time. but again, it's not that much, so most people when they see three hundred calories on a cardio machine, they think that's three hundred calories more than if they just would have sat around, but it's actually not that three hundred calories includes you know the hundred or one hundred and fifty calories you would have burned if you had just sat around on the couch. so Again, don't be fooled by all the calories burned on the machine. It's not that impressive. Just another nail in the cardio coffin. But I did mention that I looked at the Wii machine thingy, uh, and there was actually a research study from Medicine, Science, and Sports and Exercise. That's a pretty prestigious journal. And they were talking about the, um, you know, calories and energy used when adults were playing active video games. So what they did, these were Japanese researchers, they studied how much energy was expended during Wii Fit and Wii Sports game activities. So they were looking at golf, bowling, tennis, baseball, boxing, and then the Wii Fit stuff like yoga, resistance, balance, and aerobic exercises. So they studied all of these video games for about eight minutes. And what they found was that there were 68 activities, and they only about one or two of them were actually moderately, or sorry, um, were intense. So most of them you, or were moderate in intensity. So they were looking at the yoga and the resistance training, and what they found was these activities made you work at, was called, at what is called two or three METs. Now, let me give you a bit of an exercise physiology lesson here. A MET, M-E-T is equivalent to your resting metabolic rate. So one MET is you at rest. Right now, if, if a researcher was looking at you and said, okay, that person, their activity level is one MET. You know, they're just sitting in a chair. That's one metabolic equivalent. So we're going to talk about METs here because that's what these researchers talked about. Now, if you were doing something that was two METs, it means that it's twice your metabolic rate. So if someone was doing something that was two METs, it would just be mod you know wouldn't even be moderately intense because you know if you're doing hard cardio, you're working about eight, maybe even ten mets actually ten Mets is, is probably getting into cardio level, but all of these uh, you know we fit things were only two or three mets, so it was only you know slightly harder than you just sitting there so what they did find eventually was that. Half of the activities done on the Wii Fit were classified as light intensity, which meaning it was less than three METs, and 33% were classified as moderate intensity, which was just over three METs. And there was no vigorous intensity activity. So vigorous intensity would have been six METs. So I guess what I was saying about cardio before, ten METs would be pretty, pretty hard uh, activity. But uh, if anything would reach six METs, it would have been vigorous, But there was nothing even close to that with the Wii Fit. So what they did end up saying in the end, and I'm sorry if that was confusing, but what they did say in the end was that time spent on these activities, these video games, can count towards your daily moderate intensity physical activity. If you use those, you know, sorry, 33% of those activities were classified as moderate intensity. If you've spent your time on those, then you could count that towards your daily activity. But for the majority of these Wii Fit activities, they don't really count towards your daily activity level. So if you're trying to get all your exercise from the Wii Fit, it's probably not gonna work, no matter what those really nifty TV commercials like to show you. So I'll try and explain that a little bit better on the blog, get a little bit more um, articulate with the description. Got the information here. It's just kind of hard to describe it verbally with that little show and tell on a chalkboard sort of thing. So, anyways, the bottom line there is that a lot of activities burn calories, but just don't focus on that. Just focus on the intense activity in your regular workouts and then staying active and focus on activity and movement. That's more important than being too focused on calories. All right, into Sunday, we're going to plan, shop, and prepare. We've got 30 minutes of fun activity. And then you get in, you do your grocery shopping. Now, I was talking earlier about obstacles in your, your nutrition program. And so that's why you kind of have to track things. You need to know your nutrition obstacles. Then write them down and then sit there and look at each of them and say, what are two solutions I can come up with for every single one of these obstacles? You know, is it Wednesday afternoon, I have a four-hour meeting, and then as soon as I'm done, I have to go and take, you know, my son or my daughter to practice, and I'm there for three hours. And there's no time to go and get anything healthy. I can go to Burger King or I can go nowhere. Well, if that's your obstacle, your solutions have to be planned in advance. And that means, you know, Monday or Tuesday night I have to make extra food and, and prepare that so I can carry it around and eat properly. And if I have to skip my after-work workout, after workout, then I'm going to do it Tuesday or Thursday instead. And if you're planning around all that stuff, then you're going to stick to your program. So that will help you avoid nutrition breakdowns. So just plan ahead. Do your shopping and cooking and meal prep on the weekends so that your busy week ahead, you have everything ready and you avoid vending machine regrets. So that's what you need to do. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of skipped over Christmas there, which is Friday. I'm sure you're not going to be having your regular workout schedule this week, but you might be getting the wee fit for Christmas. And, uh, you know, that'll help you get a little bit of activity, but at the end, don't, uh, Don't give up turbulence training for the Wii Fit in 2010. That probably wouldn't be the best idea if you want to continue to lose fat and change your body. So, anyways, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. And we will be back for another call because it's the 27th when the New Transformation Contest starts. So we're going to have a lot of fun as we ramp up to the new year and everybody is going to be ready to get going. But, you know, enjoy your time this week. Enjoy your Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is always a special time around my house. And enjoy your Christmas Day, and you know, for those of you that are Canadian, enjoy your Boxing Day. And Americans probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but enjoy all your holidays, and I hope you do have a wonderful time with your family. You know, don't uh, certainly don't be feeling guilty about anything. Just you know, eat properly and and plan ahead and, and enjoy everything. So this is Craig Valentine saying Merry Christmas, and I will talk to you soon, everyone. Have a great week and. Can't wait to see you in the 7th Transformation Contest. Bye-bye.